0: Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbühl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. Here's an example of a recent cork case. First, the background. Around 2003, General Dynamics, the employer in this case, implemented a requirement that shelter fabricators wear steel-toed shoes, Sheila Holmes, who had worked for General Dynamics since 1998, provided General Dynamics with a doctor's note stating that she had to wear flexible footwear because of a chronic underlying medical condition. General Dynamics accommodated Sheila's condition by allowing her to wear tennis shoes. In July of 2013, General Dynamics received a negative audit finding as a result of another employee not wearing steel-toed shoes. While the violation did not result in any sanctions, the company feared a repeat violation would endanger its ISO 14001 and OSOS 18,001 certifications. In addition, another General Dynamics employee had experienced a foot injury while he was not wearing steel-toed shoes. General Dynamics hired an outside third party to complete a job safety analysis which confirmed steel-toed shoes should be mandatory. To address the compliance issues and to eliminate potential foot injuries to employees, General Dynamics concluded that it must enforce the footwear policy and would hold supervisors accountable for situations in which subordinate employees were not wearing steel-toed shoes. If you've listened to my other podcasts, you know I like this approach. Hold supervisors accountable for employee performance. In late 2013, Sheila presented her supervisor with a doctor's note, stating that she had to wear flexible footwear. General Dynamics placed Sheila on a leave of absence at that time. While on the leave of absence, General Dynamics worked with Sheila for two years to find compatible shoes, including custom-made shoes that General Dynamics would have substantially subsidized. However, Sheila rejected the proposed alternatives consistently submitting doctor's notes saying that she could not wear any of those shoe options. General Dynamics then evaluated if they could exempt Sheila from the steel-toed shoe requirement. However, her job responsibilities demanded foot protection as a necessary safety requirement for the position to prevent possible injury. General Dynamics also looked for open positions that did not require steel-toed shoes and none were available. So, at this point, General Dynamics was stuck between the proverbial rock and hard place. They had an employee who could not perform the job as established, a safety rule they could not dismiss, no other positions available the employee could work in without steel-toed shoes, and an employee who did not feel alternative shoes were acceptable alternatives. What could they do? Ultimately, they decided to terminate Sheila in 2016. Sheila took General Dynamics to court, arguing that General Dynamics violated the Americans with Disabilities Act. A district court granted summary judgment finding that Sheila was not a qualified individual, under the ADA as she could not comply with the employer's valid safety requirements. I think it's important to stop at this time to talk about what is a qualified individual and a valid safety requirement. Under the ADA, a qualified individual is a person who meets the legitimate skill, education, experience, or other requirements of a position and can perform the essential functions of that position with or without reasonable accommodation. Because Sheila could not comply with the safety requirements of the position, she was not a qualified individual under the ADA. While the court did not provide a definition of valid safety requirement, I feel that General Dynamics did more than many employers would have done to evaluate the necessary personal protective equipment, or PPE, required for the job task. Under OSHA, employers need to certify that PPE is necessary for all job tasks. Often, employers simply mark down what they think should be worn with little thought given to the ramifications or past injuries that have occurred. With a few exceptions, such as steel-toed shoes and safety glasses, as long as the employee is allowed to take them home, employers are required to provide other required PPE at no cost, and employers have to ensure the PPE is utilized and maintained, as well as provide employees with training on the PPE. General Dynamics did this, and they evaluated prior injuries in the department and hired an outside third party to validate the necessary PPE. The court recognized General Dynamics' evaluation process as sufficient in establishing a valid safety requirement. Specifically, the court recognized that an employee injury of this kind had occurred before due to a failure to wear protective footwear. So back to the story. General Dynamics established a valid safety requirement, and the court said Sheila was not a qualified individual. Sheila appealed the decision. In December of 2020, the court stated that Sheila was not protected under the ADA since she was not qualified because she could not comply with the valid safety requirement. The court pointed out that previously the EEOC stated that if an individual with a disability cannot comply with dress codes, including a requirement that employees wear safety equipment, that individual will not be qualified for ADA purposes. The court also took time to dismiss Sheila's argument that because she worked in the position for more than a decade without injury, she should be exempted. The court stated quote, Just because an employee has performed their job for an extended period of time without injury does not mean that the employee has performed their job safely. Or that she could continue to perform her job without risking injury to herself or others. A seatbelt is no less necessary to a driver's safety because she has driven without a seatbelt in the past. To hold otherwise would effectively stop a company from enacting and enforcing new, necessary, job related safety requirements. End quote. The court also stated it's not a reasonable accommodation to exempt an employee from a valid safety requirement when an employer has a right to require compliance. So, why do I share this story? Two reasons. First, if you are in an industry other than construction, make sure you complete a personal protective equipment assessment for all job tasks. The construction industry does not have this requirement, but this does not mean you shouldn't evaluate and require the necessary personal protective equipment. OSHA requires the assessment to be certified and identify the PPE required. OSHA also requires that employees are trained on when PPE is necessary, what PPE is necessary, how to put on, adjust, and take off PPE, as well as any requirements for the proper care, maintenance, useful life, and disposal of the PPE. By properly completing the assessment, it also helps you establish a valid safety requirement. I'll also add I think you should hold supervisors accountable for ensuring that employees are wearing the necessary PPE. The second reason I share this story is to remind you that if you have a valid safety requirement for a job, don't cheapen the requirement by allowing employees to not wear the required PPE. As an employer, you have the right and the obligation to protect employees from injury. Enforce the requirements, hold supervisors accountable for compliance, and remember that the courts understand that there are valid safety requirements of positions that cannot be accommodated. But you need to validate the safety requirement and then consistently enforce the requirement. Too often I see employers are lax in enforcement. The use of this equipment is not optional. Remember, what you do for safety today can prevent an injury or death tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, please make time each day to create a safer workplace.